0: Was popping, was popping, was popping. Welcome to Nikki Moose. I'm Nikki. That's Moose. What's up, Moose? What up, y'all? And welcome to episode 72. <laughs> and this one's called Independent versus Corporate. What is your strategy? We got a lot to talk about since we didn't talk last week with each other. So of course, we're gonna talk about Snoop Dogg. Buying Death Row, what this means, right? We're going to talk about Peloton laying off like 2,800 people. That's crazy. Um, And then we're going to talk about this whole podcast breakup, but the business side of things, right? So we're going to have part two of the I Am Athlete. And then we may talk some more business talk About the machine. Should I be on the machine? Should I not be on the machine? Things like that. Uh, Moose, how are we feeling about this episode?
1: Yeah, yeah. I like I like the idea of being able to speak to both sides of a situation, you know, like this. Do do you do, do you get it out of the mud, stay out of the mud, just run with it on your own? Do you partner, collaborate, join a bigger brand? There's some pros and cons to both. And I think it's time to really just break this down once and for all.
0: Let's get into this intro!
1: Two kids from Queens Cut from a different cloth Now joining forces Helping you to elevate your personal brand Yeah, I'm talking about Nikki and Moose Bringing you a never-before-seen perspective Into the mindset, the mentality, the behaviors, the driving force But more
0: importantly The stories Behind the people and brands that you know and love the most And you know what time it is. The review of the week. Now, uh, we've been getting so much love on YouTube. I got to bring this one up. I send this to Moose. He was like, oh, yeah, yeah. this is fire. This one mm-hmm. says from J Mac TV. I swear this is one of the most impressive podcasts I have ever seen on building a influence on social media. So motivating in my young content creation career, subscribed and definitely will be watching your content. And then one more always uh, of the chart. You both always bring the best and thank you for Anthony O'Neill and the Nikki and Moose life-changing information to be a better you. I think that's a hot plate, hot plate, hot plate, hot plate. Uh, mm-hmm. Hammer and wrench, hammer and wrench, DNA, hearts, and a
1: hundreds. You know <laughs> <mean>? <laughs> the full emoji readout. The you know what full emoji readout. Know I
0: mean? So, some light, but uh, shout out to everybody who leaves us a review on apple Podcasts, on pod chasers uh everybody who leaves us a comment on all our social media especially youtube because we read them and we love them um and if you're listening on audio or watching on tv or your phone or laptop we appreciate you welcome to the nikki and moose moose how are we feeling
1: yeah, feeling pretty good, feeling pretty good I uh, I had a very eventful last couple of days uh, As you all know from my setup on the live show I was out in Florida visiting the in-laws So we came back midweek Wednesday, which is crazy Because today is, we're recording this on Saturday But I feel like a lot has happened since I got back Wednesday So uh, it was cool, but you know Really, really productive last couple of days. Today I spent some time on the mountain. I was actually snowboarding. I took some videos. Maybe I'll, I'll send it if uh, yeah. It's, it's, I don't know. It was it was a blast though. Uh, you were you in the mountains. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. I'm. I'm yeah. So I'm it was um, black
0: in Puerto Rico. Was... I don't. I don't know.
1: If yeah. Do that. I mean, I'm from Egypt. I know I'm not supposed <laughs> to be doing that either. But you know.
0: But y'all could y'all could do that in the sand.
1: That'd be I, seen that. Yeah. I seen that. Yeah, I seen that. We It's a little, it's a little different it. situation on on uh, snow and ice, but now nah, it's fun. I got into it when I was younger. uh one of my really good friends, his older brother, uh, was was like big on boarding, and uh, ended up taking a snowboarding with him one time, and I kind of just hung with it. So,
0: mm. figure ten or
1: fifteen years later, I'm still at it. But it's it's beautiful, man. Just to be. Yeah, I don't know. I think I think you would enjoy it, just like from the meditating vibe. Like it's it's so so cool to be out in the woods, on the mountain, and super chill. Yeah, it's 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 fun. It's okay, fun.
0: all right. Yes. I, listen, I I will. Uh, I'll disagree with you. I don't know if I'll ever do it, but I disagree right. with you. You feel me? Snow, yeah. Uh, Snow tubing. Yeah, yeah. No, I don't see. I don't see myself <laughs> doing that. No, just. <laughs> No, but uh, maybe maybe one day. I'm not gonna say never. I'm not never gonna say never. But you know, just don't see that in my future in the next couple of weeks. That's what I'll say. Next couple of weeks,
1: definitely don't see that. that,
0: You know what I mean? For me, um, I got to. I guess we made a big stink to uh, Cox Cable when uh, when I said it on the podcast because Mm -hmm. we. I got, like, two, three calls from higher-ups, DMs. Oh, my God. No. Nikki, you okay? What's happening? Woo-dee-woo. Mm. They send somebody out, right? Got a whole new line to, to upstairs. They were like, okay, we see something wrong. Um, this feels like it got water in it, so we're just going to run a whole new line, tack Come it on. to your wall. We're going to make sure, like... We see that, um, you know, it was down for so long. So we're going to actually give you credit for this amount of time. So they made it right. I will say that they made it right. So shout out. Shout out to Cox Cable mean me. Um, so I, I, I can respect that. I can respect that. If you, you hey, try to make it right. Social
1: media is powerful. Yeah. yeah I promise you. Because I was like. It was like. I was like, yeah, there's nothing wrong up. with it now.
0: There's mm-hmm. absolutely nothing wrong with it now. But let, let's look into it. I'm, they found something, you know? I don't know if it was... They set
1: up a new wire. Yeah, Ain't yeah. yeah they,
0: they said... Um, what did they say? They said it, a lot of it was on their end for January. Cause for those who don't know, I was I was down and out majority of January, and I was... Like low key depressed. I was like, oh my God, my life. What am I going to do? What can I do outside of? It made you think, rethink life. Like, what am I supposed to do outside of online? Like, how do I? I got to figure out different ways to make money. Right. It was so weird. It was so weird. But (laughs) uh, I'll say, I'll say shout out to them for now. For now. For now. But. Let's get into this episode and the very, very uh, first part we're going to talk about is Snoop Dogg acquiring Death Now, the crazy thing uh, for those who watch uh, Wallow and Gilly, shout out to them in the millions worth. What was I, I messed up? their million podcast. dollar worth of game, Thank you. Yeah. I messed it up. I apologize. <laughs> but. Um, they had Snoop Dogg and he said this about hopefully having Death Row one day.
1: Well, oh, Death Row should be in my hands. I should be running that just like I'm a, in position at Def, Def, Jeff
0: Jam. Death Row means more to me because I helped create that. Right. I think they should give me that. Let me run that. Put the merchandise out. Put the music all over the world. Oh, my uh-huh. God. Find some new acts, some new West Coast acts because there's so many acts. Just look at it like this. If they'd have gave it to me five years ago, I would have had Roddy Rich, Ty Dollar Sign,
1: YG, anything coming out the West would have been on death row.
0: Which would have been crazy, by the way. 100%, yeah. Crazy, but hmm. this is what he said about uh, his new uh, acquisition, Snoop hmm. Dogg, now owner, owner. Of Defro Row Records said, I am thrilled and appreciative of the opportunity to acquire the iconic and culturally significant Defro Row Record brand, which has immense untapped future value. It feels good to have ownership of the label I was part of at the beginning of my career and as one of the founding members. This is an extremely meaningful moment for me, I would like to personally thank the team at Blackstone MNRK and especially Dave K, because I'm not going to say that full name, who worked collaboratively with me over several months to make this exciting homecoming a reality. I'm looking forward to building the next chapter of Death Road Records.
1: Uh, Yeah, I like that. I like that. That's fire. You know, like I think I think the the first lesson that immediately stands out to me whenever I think of something like that, that happens. And it's always a great advantage for you who are looking to be a part of a team or to even invest in a business. Whenever you see a founding member take back control in most cases, not all cases, but in most cases, it is a good sign because founding members or people who are a part of the core group, they understand the ins and outs of an industry and of a business model in a way that nobody else does. Mm-hmm. So when I when I see something like this happening, for one, there is a personal connection. Like it's it's something that he obviously cares about. He helped create it, he was a part of it. Th- there is some history there. So he's coming back to it. And then of course you look at where he's at today with the influence and just the status that he still has amongst the hip hop community, still super relevant still very respected in the game amongst a wide variety of artists so i th- i think he is going to bring a lot of value to that because it almost makes it i want to say hot again it makes it you know relevant again because it's like oh Snoop is a part of it and and i'm sure a lot of artists are going to want to get behind that because he being an artist he knows maybe the do's and don'ts that can help someone's music career so for me whenever i see something like that I think of it from a business standpoint, like this could be a good sign because you're getting someone who understands the ins and outs in a way that nobody else does. That's now in control of it. So you can you can expect some good things from it.
0: Yeah, that is uh, super iconic for the simple fact that he started there. And it's funny because he. Recently, and we covered it, the position that he did in Def Jam was like a creative director, right? Mm -hmm. And I think what is great, and I don't know if this was planned, was he probably created that in a very uh, iconic record label in itself. Def Jam is huge in order to prepare for this acquisition, right? I don't think this was just spontaneous Def not Def Jam Defro went bankrupt years ago, and so that new that Blackstone had them just chilling for a bit, nothing mm-hmm. really happening with it. So I think once Snoop got some, you know, some experience truly being an exec and a in a huge role in a record label, I think he was like, "Yo, I could do this, right? I could do this for the That's West major. West Coast." So I appreciate, you know, what he's doing, the whole ownership, l- where I started. I'm actually now owning now. Um, low key, I want to know what Suge thinks. But that's, you know, that's neither here nor there. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's neither here nor there. I think this is a great way of what we n- knew of Row can now continue uh, with a more positive light. You feel me with a more positive, yeah. like, because there's some craziness that that happened with Death Row. But I think this is a good look for it. Congrats to Snoop, you know, huge congrats because I think that's that's big for him because
1: yeah,
0: he's an owner in a lot of things. He's, a, he's he doing a thing, right cr- thing right
1: yeah, now. He's doing his thing right now. Yeah, it's crazy. That and 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 just to speak to our title too this in a way is like a reversal of someone or a concept that was corporate being brought back into independent. So like yeah. there are some examples on the show today where you see people going from independent to corporate, vice versa, I think this is a connection to that too. It's like, it was corporate, it was a part of a bigger conglomerate, now it's brought back and and it takes that independent format. So it happens both ways. Either. Yeah. Now, uh, another recent
0: thing that caught my attention. And normally we wouldn't talk about this, but it's very interesting. So, uh, Peloton has been on the news for a little bit because they pretty much laid off about 2,800 jobs. Like mm. crazy, right? However, there is... A particular job that is non-negotiable. They're not getting rid of. And it is the popular instructors that we see all over social media, that we see if you are part of the Peloton family, which I know I am. Those lovely instructors that kick our butts. They're getting paid. Paid, 500K a year. And... I found this interesting because this is this is a product like business, right? Mm-hmm. Peloton has what is it? Uh, bikes, treadmills, apparel, just everything fitness, right? Yeah. But the fact that this faceless would would have been a faceless company because of what they sell has now found a way to put personality and, uh, like, real human beings that people are really, like, love and, like, hate at the same time because they're pushing them to, like, almost throwing up. But, like, it's a family based off these particular instructors that they're saying, oh, we we can't get rid of you. You guys are the reason. One of the main reasons why this is still going. Now, I, and you would know this more as far as, you know, there's been talks of like Amazon and Nike picking up Peloton mm-hmm. too because of whatever. Moose could probably talk about that. But what I like about this is this is a model. For those who are trying to figure out what's going to work if I am not the face of my company, if I am not the one in front of the camera, what do I do? Find people who could truly represent your brand and that people connect with. Like, people connect with these instructors. They see them Mm -hmm. all the time. It's like, okay, where Where is this person? Where is that person? What are they doing? This is humans connecting with humans. Yeah. So I ain't surprised that Peloton is saying, here's a bag. Hello. 500K because of you. People are buying more Peloton stuff. People are wearing the gear because you wore it. In the class today and you mm-hmm. talked about how comfortable the pants were and you did this that and the third there's they have true influencers in their own company that work for them. so my my whole thing is like how do you create influencers in your business?
1: Yeah, that's good. That is good. I think you hit it right on the head once you kind of close with that right there, that they have influencers who are working for them and they help promote them. That's the that's the part that I enjoy about Peloton. I think from a business model standpoint, there are some pros and cons to what's happened to them recently. But from a business model standpoint, they remind me of Tesla in the fitness industry. Mm -hmm. So if, if they can, if they can raise more money or just keep cash flowing through their doors, they're going to be okay. I don't think this, they're, they're too big and too popular and have too much social influence to get wiped out completely. Yes, there are some cutbacks and drawbacks, but for those who own a Tesla, my brother-in-law got a Tesla. So I, I just learned about this recently when we were down in Florida, I drove it for the first time, really cool car. Mm-hmm. But I was like, oh, so what about the self-driving feature? And he was like, oh, no, that's extra. So mm. what do you mean that's extra? Oh, he yeah. said, no, so so you, you pay for the car, mm-hmm. and the self-driving feature is a subscription. That's a subscription? Like, it's a subscription. You can pay for it up front $12,000 as a lifetime, or you can pay, I think, $300 monthly and get the self-driving feature as a subscription. So if oh. you look at what... Exactly. When you look at Peloton, you pay for the bike up front, but there is subscription and other things that you can purchase, right, to keep revenues flowing through the door. So they have brand ambassadors, like you said, influencers, these social icons that they help pump them on social media because they end up attracting more people through their doors. Mm-hmm. I, I'm willing to bet I don't know this for sure. There's actually a, a, a guy who... When I was doing the boxing classes for a minute, he ended up leaving the studio. When there's now a trainer for Peloton, and mm-hmm. he's introducing boxing to their platform. Yeah, really oh, cool. Oh, I did Rad. the I
0: did the uh, boxing joints.
1: Oh, did you? Yeah. Oh, his, his, name, his name is Rat. He's actually uh, I believe he's Dominican too.
0: I saw a Dominican guy.
1: Yeah, that's him. That's him. Really cool guy. Really cool guy. He what just got on there. I think a couple months ago, which is dope. But but. My point is, I'm willing, I'm, I'm willing to bet that the contracts, to some extent, have some level of exclusivity, which to say like, hey, okay, okay so, or non-compete. Hey, we're going to pump these resources into you. Mm-hmm. We're going to pay you good money so you don't have to go out and do this on your own. Yeah. But as a result, just bring back these people here. So I think it's a, it's a great concept. I mean, obviously, unfortunate that that many people are getting laid off at right. one time. It's 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 uh, that portion of it gives me like a little clubhouse type of vibe, you know, because clubhouse during the pandemic was booming.
0: Oh, yeah, absolutely. And
1: I don't I don't think people saw or expected such a quick decline, even with Peloton as as gyms open, more options became available. Mm -hmm. People want change that led to a decline. But again, I think it's a very like innovative and kind of refreshing concept. I don't think it will get away so hopefully they'll bring some of those people back but it'll be interesting to see what happens in the coming months
0: hey i like the i do i do the the boxing classes i do the funny thing is i do all the other classes but the biking one
1: the biking ones
0: (laughs) i do like the scenic routes with the biking with the biking stuff and then i do like the meditation i'll do the boxing they have a dancing one they have a strength one they have all these other ones i was like why mm. am i only subjecting myself to this one that hurts my butt i'm not doing that's it good. i don't want to do that's it good. no more
1: so that's a that's a fire question though just just for the for this segment at least Do why you are you have... doing
0: everything else but
1: oh else? no 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 no, <laughs> uh, no. Not not the not the don't do uh, classes that hurt your butt one not that one not that's not that question <laughs> not that question like,
0: uh, you were like that's I'm a fire t- question I
1: was no, no, like no. wait what no 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 I'm talking about the original question you you posed which was do you have influencers in your business I'm like now that right there oh, okay. not, <laughs> not 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 the not the buttocks paint not that one I'm talking you- about that.
0: but you know okay so they're low-key trifling too because you can't use their programs unless you subscribe Mm. I don't think there's like a free situation like you have Mm -hmm,
1: mm -hmm. have to to use the
0: bike you have to do the subscription
1: but do you see from a revenue standpoint what they're doing though it's the same thing like I said as Tesla you pay for the bike and and it's a it's a pretty price, too. No, it's a couple thousand bucks.
0: There's no... Oh, yeah. The, the Peloton is mm. disgusting. But um, with the bike, at least. I don't know about the treadmill. But um, there's no one-time thing because, like, Tesla has... 12, I, I've looked it up. It was, like, 10, 12K, right? Right, right, right,
1: right. Because I
0: was like, I already figured out my blue little Tesla that I was going to get. Boop, 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 boop. I was like, yep, self-driving. I don't want to drive. Boom.
1: Mm-hmm. Right?
0: I don't care how much it is, right? And then I looked. That was like I may care. I may I care. May. <laughs> <laughs> it's
1: like actually, uh, I may
0: care a little bit, right. just a bit. Um, but th- there's there's no option of like boom, buy the bike and have the programs for the rest of your life. Nah, mm-hmm. you the, you have to pay subscription. So subscribe. That's that's yeah. a that's a force subscription model. But I ain't mad at it because if not, you spend all that money. For no reason
1: mm-hmm.
0: but their classes Crazy. are good i will say that their classes are dope um really really dope especially their meditation i've been on this meditation vibe like for a few months now
1: i've seen it. you i yeah, seen yeah, yeah. You. No, no. Yeah, I seen a, you
0: it's a thing it's a thing but shout out to peloton hear me? all right so for some reason you guys love when we talk about uh Podcasts that break up, podcast networks that break up, whatever it is. Y'all love breakups. So we're going to do a part two of the I Am Athlete uh, breakup because there has been more information that surfaced that we found should be talked about from a business side. Right. Um, The Chad and Fred. And Ryan the new Pivot podcast, right? They actually did a interview talking about, well, I'll just let you guys listen to it.
1: For us, it was a blessing in disguise to be able to join together with Ryan, create a company, create our show, and and really just try and push the culture.
0: The biggest thing that Fred said was create a company. Right, so with that, we, we were able to create a company and learn from our previous... Uh, failures. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) So, now, if we can remember that episode where we originally talked about the I am athlete breakup, um, we both, me and Moose assumed that the business just wasn't right. So the way they had explained it before was the, I, I, I can't even say the word, the foundation, I try to say the word and I messed up just like Fred in that interview. (laughs) Um, The foundation had just changed, right? What they originally came in for is just not, and they didn't do the paperwork right. Like, well, they didn't do the paperwork at all. It was more like, let's come together and we'll do this on, you know, while this happens. But the success happened so quick that they couldn't get on exact terms that they wanted to. And it just fell off. Right. Cool. So now what they're saying now is, oh no, if we do this, let's get the paperwork. Let's do this. Now, the thing is, that's one side of the things, right? Seeing how we have an idea and we want, you know, we just wanted to work and see how it is. And then we could figure out the business later. I found uh, another side of things where we have a top podcast as well. Not us. Uh, Wallow and Gilly, right? And how they started their podcast. They started th- their idea and see how that works.
1: Go done. I got the attorney, LLC, filed a trademark. And I said, listen, I'm going to need you to sign this. Tomorrow we're going to set this account up. And then it's on. It was on from there. We got different parts to play. I'm never going to do it. Gil is the that could go in his DM and say, yo, what's up? We pulling up. And I'm like, all right, come on, let's let let us do it. We want to, you know, we want to end it. I'm the that's going to do all the other uh-huh. Okay, bet. <laughs> we got to make sure we get this. We going to be there. I got the mics. I got boom, boom. I'm that. And we not in competition. We, mm-hmm. we, 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 we both financially cool. We ain't worrying about mm-hmm. stuff. So it's like, that's what makes it so good about us. And he know his role, and I know my role. Y'all 50-50 down the middle. 50-50. Yeah. <laughs>
0: big difference.
1: Yeah, for sure. For sure. But here's here's my thing about the first one and like and, I, and and this one comes to my mind first. It's like that wasn't an original idea. You get me like B Marshall had come up with this grand vision around creating a lifestyle brand for athletes, mm-hmm. take the podcast, that's like locker room talk you bring, you know, re- former players around to discuss and have these types of talks. You guys go through some turmoil and you try to copy the idea, but do it your way, so it's like you know what i'm saying like i don't and I'm not even knocking the move I'm mm-hmm. just saying i don't I don't know that the same passion or the or reason that b Marshall started with exists here. you're just doing it as a way of like, okay, let me just do that because it's something to do, so it's like. That 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 to me, I don't know. I think it's questionable. It's not an original idea. It was just a like a pivot move and, and a and a, a a copy type situation. I don't know. That that to well, me is
0: well mm-hmm. I'll I'll say this. Um that idea for that podcast period isn't necessarily original. We offline we talked about the players tribute, right?
1: Oh, that's right, right, right. Players' tribute, yeah.
0: Yeah, and so That particular podcast, I think it's called Knuckleheads, that had Derek Jeter on it, right, for those people who may be lost. We watched an interview that was going to possibly be on the podcast about Derek Jeter, right? And that's another, like, okay, athletes talking to other athletes about the game and life after, you know? Um, So I don't know if necessarily that – idea is super original, but there's different perspectives with each podcast. There's a different perspective with uh, the one that we saw with Derek Derek Jeter. There's a Mm -hmm. different perspective with I Am Athlete. There's a different perspective with the pivot, you know, and the crazy thing is when we're looking at the comments that we got on our uh, videos, there's a lot of people that was like, yo, I love both. I'm I'm not going to not watch one or the other like they both are pretty good. So I I was like eh to
1: yeah.
0: to the original yeah, it's
1: thing. In, it's interesting because well, The Players Tribune with Derek Jeter actually started off as like almost a legitimate media company. Yeah. So they they just jumped on to me, to podcasting now. So if you think about it, like the Kevin Durant when he made his decision to leave uh, I think Oklahoma and go to Golden State or when he left golden State one of the one of the transitions mm-hmm. he wrote a letter it was like an open letter so the players Tribune was like a it was almost like a uh ESPN online type thing where people were just writing letters or you know you would speak directly to the fans and you would release it through the through there so they're just introducing podcasting now mm-hmm. what I'm actually kind of surprised too and I, and i I, I, I I'm, as I'm, as I'm seeing the next level, cause the new, the new, the new level of podcasting, I think is media companies, Yes, right? People are recognizing that you don't just want to be a podcast. You've got to develop a media company. Mm-hmm. I'm surprised B Marshall didn't take them under his wing, like under his media company and give him the podcast. Like, it's like, oh, you want to, you don't want to do it this on, on, I am athlete anymore. You don't want it to be this way. So why don't y'all get your show under this media company? Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like that, I, I'm surprised that didn't <clears> happen because it would have. It would have been a win-win. It's like okay, I'll still continue to put the efforts. You won't go, and then it's still under the network or it's still under the media company. Yeah, so that, but they probably could
0: I, I will say they're probably uh, scorned from business side. For
1: sure, for sure. I'll, for sure. I'll say I can that. See that. Yeah, they're I probably
0: scorned, and I can understand it, but.
1: Yeah, what what what's your thoughts on the Wallow and Gilly? I mean, they they had obviously an explosive growth. Yeah, like, killing it.
0: I th- I think, well, what I love about them is every move they make is a legit move. Like they, like you said, logo trademark. We're under contract. It is what it is. Boom. And we know our roles. I think that was another one of the biggest problems that we've seen in these podcast breakups between uh, Joe and them um, as far as Mall and Rory. And then with I Am Athlete, we're not really sure if they knew their roles. They even admitted um, Chad and Fred was like, yo, we ended up just being talent after a while and so once things are legit and you know your roles there's like really you can't stop that like i know why i'm here boom i'm like wallow said i'm the one that's looking at the the analytics i know what to do i know what not to do for that i got the mics i got the cameras boom Gilly is making sure the relationship side, we're getting all these guests from this person, that person. Like, he's taking care of that. I'm taking care of this. And with that, the the podcast has been successful. There isn't a hiccup. There isn't necessarily um, a disagreement because we're both on the same page. I don't touch your stuff. You don't touch my stuff. And together, it makes a whole thing. Now, another thing I heard was we're not competitive, right? So when roles aren't picked, like roles aren't defined, you tend to be competitive because maybe one may get more shine than the other, right? And if you don't really understand the value of each other, yeah. that could then cause some clashing. So I'm I'm looking at it like, okay, if if you're going to model from and it doesn't necessarily have to be podcast. so I don't want everybody to get stuck on the podcast situation, mm-hmm. is more of people getting together for an idea to create business because podcasting is a business. Right. Right. So instead of just being, okay, I love you, we're great, you, I like you. Your perspective is cool. Let's talk this out on a podcast or let's create a business to get, let's do something collaborative, right? Instead of just going off of love and heart and everything like that. Okay, if you're serious about this, let's get this business straight because we're in a world that this could blow up in 2.3 seconds. Mm -hmm. This Mm -hmm. can go. And then now we're, we're given a guap of, of opportunities and money and one may feel more entitled to have it than the other yet this is an equal situation as far as you you hear this name you see these people or you talk about this particular media situation you know these people are involved so this is this is just a lesson of like Okay, we've seen multiple breakups, but here is somebody, here's two people who's doing it right, who's killing it, who's done multiple brand deals, crazy amount of money, has a has a crazy million dollar deal with Barstool and is possibly mm. going to re up on it. So why not learn from that? Like Yeah. That's yeah. that's how I'm yeah. like like why is there so many breakups? if there are there is a model that is working
1: yeah without a doubt i mean and and i'm sure i've mentioned it multiple times on the history of our podcast but role awareness is one of the most important elements of any successful collaboration yeah if if there's any blurred vision around the two like you said it can create competitiveness One person may feel like they're not appreciated or valued. There's all of this back and forth. You're having to do things twice because you're trying to prove your worth when it's like, no, but I got that. It's like, no, no. It's like role awareness is one of the most important elements. Can't stress it enough. Can't stress it enough. Everybody go read the book by uh, Simon Sinek. Uh, What's the name of the book? Oh, Start With Why. Mm. Start With Why. Great book great book but he talks about in that book how every why person needs a how person mm. and it shows you the importance of having a different like difference in your role or or a variety in your role or or specialties in your role meaning there is someone who is maybe the visionary the why he comes up with the mission or the idea ensure that you, you don't just be a you're not just an idea person you have different responsibilities when the business is out of idea stage, but there's also a how person who's operational. He, he thinks through process and how things should be done. So it shows you that every successful company, and then I love the book because he gives you different examples of it. Every why person has a how person, mm-hmm. which is exactly that role awareness, separation of what we're doing together so that it can actually succeed. So yeah, super important.
0: That's good. That's good. Um, but now let's 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 talk about independent versus corporate. The mm-hmm. the the title of this podcast. Okay, so let let me set this up. Um, we did a live. Um, and got a lot of great feedback about whether to. Join a machine or not. And machine, when we say that, is more like a platform, a network, uh, a corporate situation, whatever your machine is, right? A bigger, a bigger situation than what you are independently, right? Now, we have two examples. Uh, of course, from a music standpoint, from a person who signed to a record label and the air experience in a negative way. And then another person with who joined the record label, but for more of a chess move than necessarily just the situation of, you know, I've signed to a record label. Both had very amazing independent runs, AKA who I'm talking about, one is Papoose, and one is Benny the Butcher from the group uh, Griselda. Right now, Papoose was just recently on Drink Champs and talked about his experience about being on a record label. Let's look into that.
1: He said he had one point five million <clears throat> dollar deal. Uh, but let's be yeah, the deal plus it's not another four hundred thousand right. for marketing that had nothing to do with the one point five. Right. Everybody thought, oh, Pap is up, Pap is high. I never had a record deal. I was getting show money, I was getting feature money, and I was touring. Now I signed a record deal in 2007. So basically I was independent that whole time. I'm getting money. Once I signed the record deal, you have people telling you, you have individuals in white shirts and suits telling you, oh, you don't need to make that record like that. You need to make it like this. I lost. John all, I lost. job records. I lost all creative control at that point. Wow. But let's, let's be particular. Um,
0: so hmm. that's so that's one version of it. And now Benny Butcher, Benny the Butcher, signed to Def Jam after huge success of Independence. And this is what he said about why he did it
1: is that I need to be in these rooms. Now I can get in certain rooms and I could, you know what I'm saying? Now certain people got to shake my hand. You know what I'm saying? Well, Trust listen. me. I got so much that I'm trying to do that these moves, these moves don't even be about the music a lot of times. It be mm. about my next move. You know what I'm saying? So, Hey, it's Chess, not checkers. That's a fact. And to be honest with you, I love everybody at Dev Jam. <laughs> literally two polar opposites of the equation but in my mind when you're thinking about independent or joining a larger platform a larger corporation just a bigger brand in general three three things come to mind and if you're if you're in this stage right now whether you have aspirations of joining if you're independent if you want to work back you got to ask yourself three questions number 1 like who are you All right who are you are you someone who can get up and dedicate as much energy to your own ideas as you do to somebody else's ideas. Because a, a big part of the challenge here is there are a lot of people who take this leap into entrepreneurship, but they get up on time for their job. But on Saturday and Sunday, when they say they're going to dedicate time to work on their business or their side hustle, they oversleep or they sleep in. So it's like, oh, so you can wake up short on sleep tired maybe not even happy or excited to go to this job or do this work but you wake up to that on time but when it comes to you you can't you can't even get up on time for you so you got to know yourself first right if you're someone's vice versa, it's like man i struggle going somewhere else I, I sleep i'm always late but when it's time to work on my own stuff i'm fired up like i'm i'm, I'm ready I, i'll stay up late i'll wake up early then you're definitely more of that independent person. So that's the first part you got to figure out. Like, who are you? Number two, what does your end goal look like? All right, like what does your end goal look like? Is your end goal going to be in completely in by itself? Or does it need something that you don't have right now? Like, like, I love where he mentioned it, right? Like, I need to be in the room. I need to see what's happening. And we made an example to what Snoop did. Got that creative director role. Was it with Jeff Jam, I think, too? Mm Mm-hmm, yep. Got that role with them, learned, got his experiences of what the big corporations do, took it back out. Now, might most likely will utilize those resources in his independent, you know, opportunity. So it's like, what what does your future look like? And then lastly, you got to know who you're going to bed with. Mm. And that's a tough part. And that's probably the biggest part that's because good. everybody in the beginning Everybody in the beginning is going to greet you with open arms. They're going to pull the chair out for you. They're going to give you a clean, you know, this, this and that. They're going to show you the best parts of themselves because they're trying to get you on board. But once they recruit you to to the team and the day-to-day stuff starts kicking up, you just never know what's happening. So I think between those three things and that last one most importantly you that should help you to make a decision just from a personal standpoint. There are some other variables that I'm sure you can speak to, Nick from, you know, uh, branding or even a business standpoint. but this is a personal standpoint you gotta you gotta ask yourself those three questions or figure those three things out before you even make the jump to either one of those concepts.
0: yeah, I think more what I love about these two different Examples, how I saw it was one just went literally for the music, right? One match with the machine thinking, "This is going to get what I have right now more popping than it is, where the the other situation with Benny was, this is not about the music. This is about, I have a lot of things I want to do after music. I need to get with these connects. I need to get with these particular people and know them from a movie standpoint, from a merchandise standpoint, from a marketing standpoint, from um, a sports standpoint. This is not about music. This is about widening my network for my next moves, right? Right. So while one was thinking about the moves at the moment, the other one was thinking about the moves in the future, right? So I look at that now as, okay, from the most part for our brands, we could do it ourselves. We're going to hit a certain ceiling at a certain point, This is where we may assess if we need to collaborate with something of a machine, whether it's a network, whether it's a label, however, whatever your machine is. Right. However, are we only going in it for what we're doing right now? Or can we collaborate with somebody who can help us with the right now, but with the future as well? So, you know, an example of, like us okay cool can you help us with the podcast now but can you help us create something bigger and get us the right in the right rooms with somebody who can go more towards uh, a company building a company building um, a, a, a merchandise lane or something to whatever effect that we may want right and these are the thoughts that you have to have when you are building your brand and when you are in that business talk is of what can you do for me more than this right now? Yeah. Because that matters to me. Like now is cool. Like I've done pretty good by myself. Like if you have a phone and you have social media, you could get pretty far depending on, you know, your your consistency and your drive, right? And if you know how to uh, shake hands and kiss babies with the right people. Dolo solo, you can do very well. But now, when we're thinking about global, when we're thinking not even global, when we're thinking nationwide to global status, who can we connect with? But what can What is happening afterwards? Because I believe now that, you know, we've, we've been a part of multiple brands. This isn't going to last the whole time. Every brand, a a department of the brand or the brand itself dies. Mm -hmm. And sometimes we try to keep it on life support longer than it's supposed to. Yeah. Now, if we was to instantly think one, two steps ahead, we could better prepare for that transition of like, okay, cool. We could do this for so long. That has a shelf life of this. Like, and, and I'll refer to, you know, the the Derek Jeter interview that we saw, which just go watch it. Okay. Just go watch it. I'm sorry. <laughs> can't really re- reference it. But what they were talking about was athletes have a shelf life and are not really sure what to do afterwards, yeah. right? Um, I could refer that the same thing as, as military. Military has a shelf life of 20 years possibly. And then it's what? You know, being on the top of the industry of whatever industry you are, that has a shelf life and then what you know so it's the then what when we're talking about collaborating with a big uh corporation with a huge machine it is the then what that we should be really having these you know these contracts about and these uh meetings and in these particular rooms it's the then what that we're setting ourselves up for more than hey how can you help me with right now. And if we could think of more than right now, I think collaborating with higher ups than that we wouldn't necessarily be in the same rooms with would make more sense than here, have everything, have all of it. And like how Papu said, yo, my creative control was gone.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know why I just can't see past the importance of the, the like the person you okay. know like when 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 you think of start a team or join a team yeah like i, I kind of think of i think of independent versus corporate as the same concept mm-hmm. independent you start your own team corporate you join a team yeah to some extent right with some variables in there yeah and the reason why is because like the example that comes to my mind is of course uh Troy and shoddy with Eyl.
0: Yep, shout out to them. Right, they made big A-S. moves. Did you see that? Yeah,
1: big. The I seen that. Huge, Nineteen
0: Keys huge. situation. Yeah,
1: that, that's what's up. That's, that's really huge. cool. Shout out to them. That's cool. Really cool. And and it's like, what what's unique is they they strike a balance and they do both to reap the benefits of both sides. All right. But I feel like they really know themselves enough to know like, I know who we are. But I'm going to continue to use the advantages of what collaboration does bring or what corporations and quote unquote joining a team does bring Mm -hmm. to keep etching me closer to the next step, to the next step. But always with a back door open, like I'm joining your team, but I know that the back door is open for me that I could leave at any moment or if not at any moment because the contract is in place I can leave at least when the contract expires I have the opportunity to reevaluate my opportunity and leave mm-hmm. but I but but are you that type of person and that's why I'm just saying like at some point we just got to have that honest question with ourselves are you that type of person who can who can truly uh, drive direction can 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 see what's the best move what's the best alternative you have you have the determination and the desire to 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 go through even the harder ways and and maybe not take some of the benefits or the handouts or the the shortcuts that are handed to you through collaborations and corporations or are you someone who's just like either either for leverage reasons or just because it's not in your style to have to do so many different parts that you're like ah you know what? Why stress myself out? Right. I'm gonna just, just take. And it's like, if that's your person, then I think you need to do what is best for your person. Not so much based on the perception of what independent versus corporate may seem, because some brands do a phenomenal job of making corporate seem very sexy. Mm-hmm. Nipsey Huddle, Nipsey Huddle. Huddle. Boy, oh boy, it's late. <laughs> Nipsey in the huddle. Nipsey Hustle, yeah, <laughs> N- Nip did a phenomenal job of making independent really, really attractive. Mm-hmm. But when that timeline ran out, and he saw that the next door was through a deal or a record deal, he did take it. Mm-hmm. Right. So I'm just saying, like, I think I think there is a there is pros and cons to both. Yeah. Which one you should do, you as a listener. Which one you should do, you who is watching. Think of you. And have that honest conversation with yourself. And it's like, yo, who am I? Am I that person who can, like I said, carry, innovate, go and enjoy the the hard knock life, if you will? Or am I someone who's like, nope, let me be, let me be diplomatic with this. Let me leverage and use collaboration key with, with a long-term picture or something like that. But some people might be missing out opportunity trying to chase independence when you have some phenomenal collaborations or yeah. people wanting to work with you right now. Yeah. So it's like, I think it depends on the person.
0: Yeah. Well, I think it depends on the person and the goal. Yeah. You know, the, the, the goal is super important. Um, And of course, the ownership part is very important. Like, we've seen Certain situations where if it is a Wallow and Gilly or a Nipsey, uh, both situations have kept what is theirs. So Wallow and Gilly, their podcast, they completely own. They don't give that to Barstool. It's more of a partnership. Nipsey, the masters, um, all, all money and records, that's his, right? They don't own that. It's a partnership. Right? So there's there's two situations where okay, while and Gilly partnered with Barstool which got them you know, to different levels and then uh, Nipsey with Atlantic to just more of a global status and a more uh, commercial status. Right? Now if that is the case of I'm trying to get further than I am but I keep control that's an option I think that's one of the things that if if we was to ever do anything that's going to be one of my situations where it's like we we keep ownership of this
1: Mm -hmm.
0: right I, I there's more examples coming out more and more of partnerships than rather let me own it. But now we have seen, um, w- especially in the the music industry, where there are certain contracts where the record label has the masters for a certain amount of time, and then when that time is up, they give the masters back to the artist. Now that's another situation of while we're dealing, mm-hmm. you could you could have it while we're dealing, uh, but once this contract is a wrap. I I own it back. I think that's fair too. Because yeah. it 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 puts that you have skin in the game as well and you're not just trying to take advantage of the situation. So I I can respect that too. You know, I what I I quiver over is those full control situations. Um just because we've seen Yeah. Those those things without no equity, without no real skin in the game, it's just here. I'm just happy to be here. Um, You gave me a check, praise God, right? And when you do things just for a huge check, it is um, it could be beneficial depending on why you need the money, right? When we talked about the YouTube. Stars. There were some that sold some of their videos for a chunk of money in order to start a business. So some people are okay with, yo, you can have this. Like, you can have this particular IP. You give me a chunk, and I could create something more. I'm cool yeah. with that. That's what I'm saying. It it just all depends on the goal of why you are getting into corporate's bed or why you're getting into a particular collaborative situation. It's more on, you know, if I truly understand the vision, then I'm good. But if I'm just doing it off of this is what I'm supposed to be doing, that's where I'm like, "Mm, I don't know. Now, granted, if this was me two years ago, I would probably not be talking like this. (laughs) I'd be like the opportunity is great Well, you could work your way out of the opportunity it's amazing and and then you know come back a few years later and say I'm very sorry for telling you this I think it's all about being strategic and understanding the goal uh, about this and not just hello I'm in the room with these particular people and you're not do you know how many people would love to be here? That's great. You deserve to be here. What is it? What are you talking about? Yeah. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just saying. Big facts. I'm just saying. Um, listen, we are on TikTok. We are on Fanbase. We have an after show that is pretty fire on Apple Podcasts. Okay. We're on all social media platforms. We're about to hit 5,000 subscribers on YouTube. I say all that to say thank you to those who have followed us. Thank you for those who have subscribed to Fanbase and Apple Podcasts. Uh, Both are available for for you for exclusive content as far as our thoughts and extra strategies after this show. Um, But... Moose, are you ready? You ready? Ready for your solo? Yeah, ready for, yeah, your I'm
1: solo? Ready for the solo piece. Yeah. Okay. Final words. Yeah, i read something this week and, and it plays off of the idea of what people used to say in the past around their gift. But it said, uh, the difference between passion and purpose. And passion satisfies your ego, because it's what you like to do. Purpose serves other people because it's what you're called to do. So if you're stuck between a rock and a hard place this week, choose your passion, not your purpose. Damn, I meant to say your purpose. Oh well, you mess up sometimes, it works. (laughs) Choose your purpose, people. Choose your purpose, not your passion. There you go.